Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and fabulous Wednesday morning. Once again, it is hub day, and so as we're at the halfway point, if you work Monday through Friday, you may be like some of us, it's 24-7, so it don't really matter. <laughs> but uh, hopefully, uh, let's give you a little encouragement to keep pushing forward to the end of the week there. And sorry for uh, lack of devotions yesterday. I uh, uh, We had to take our daughter's car to get looked at, and uh, so I didn't get a chance to uh, do that yesterday morning. And two, I... Uh, just was being a little bit lazy, and so I just did a written uh, devotion instead of doing a live video. I uh, got a got a little discouraged uh, Monday. I thought, man, nobody's watching. I thought, about, you know, and uh, then you used to have several people uh, contact me. Said, "Where's your devotion?" And I forgot that a lot of people, or didn't realize really, that uh, uh, a lot of people were off on Monday. So that's probably why everybody's sleeping in. Had I known that. I took Monday off and slept in too, but <laughs> I didn't realize everybody's taking Monday off. So anyway, but uh, let's go ahead and let us stand and let us do our Pledge of Allegiance. If you're able to stand, you're driving, it might be a little difficult. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Alrighty. Love saying that pledge every morning. I really do. And it is, uh, tell you what, guys, we are on a very slippery slope towards uh, socialism. I'm telling you, it is looking very bad. Good morning, Christy Leolis and Darlene Barker and Jennifer Honeycutt and so many others who are watching this morning. You know, I was, uh, you know, I, I, um, I don't know where like, you, those who are watching or listening or will watch, where you stand on the vaccine, you know, I understand. A lot of people are like, I'm not getting no vaccine, blah, you know, that's fine. You know, I don't care if you get one or not. It makes no difference to me. The only thing I get mad at is the belittling, you know, of, of giving people a hard time. That's like somebody got on there on my Facebook the other day and was getting real smart and saying, well, I'm not going to get the jab, and the jab has this, and the jab has that. I go, come on, you know, we used to be nasty. I just don't get that, you know. To each his own, you know. There's a lot of people they don't want any vaccines for their kids. You know, I, you know, I got the uh, COVID vaccine, and uh, I'll be honest, I really didn't want it. Uh, but my immune system is so suppressed and compromised, I stay sick so much. My dad was just really pushing me to get it done, so I did. You know, a lot I get a lot of people I see on Facebook with the condescending attitudes of, uh, about masks and stuff. I never liked the mask to begin with. I never cared much for them. And uh, to me, I, you know, I could see some preventative measures. But, I mean, unless you're full of wearing a respiratory mask like you do, like when you're painting a car or in a lab, to me, that's about the only thing that's going to really stop anything. I mean, just personal opinion. However, I encourage mask wearing because I am a pastor and we have a church full of people. And I don't want to be, you know, if, if this could help, someone felt more at ease at church or help prevent something, you know, I, and I didn't encourage a preventative measure that could have uh, uh, prevented someone at our, our church to get sick. I'd, I'd really felt bad about that. So, you know, I did encourage it. And, uh, and I do think that it is real. I just, we just baptized a guy Sunday who just come, literally come out of a coma because of COVID. He was on a respiratory machine. So I know it's real. Uh, so people trying to downplay it like it's no big deal. And some people's symptoms were, no, no big deal, no worse than a cold. There's others who have went on respir respirators and died. So, you know, it's a very real thing. With that said, the point I'm trying to make is 
uh, I, I think it's a complete total baloney. One that you, if these people like California, good morning Tracy Little, uh, that are in California, uh, concerts in New York, you have to show your little COVID card. I think that's stupid because it's just a piece of paper that anybody can forge easily. Uh, I, I've done that Photoshop. I could about forge anything. <laughs> What's a bad habit? Don't go. <laughs> the feds come to me. <laughs> you, are you, you know? But uh, but now they're going to come door to door. What is this? The Gestapo? I mean, what are we living in Nazi Germany? Papers, please, and go door to door. Show me your papers and. You know, if you're all vaccinated, we're going to, they're going to hold you down against your will, force a shot in your arm. I mean, it's getting out of hand, guys. This is the land of the free, the home of the brave. We'll do what we want to. If you want a vaccine, get it. If you don't, don't get it. I could give a rat's derriere what you do. But I'm just tired of the government trying to push their, you know, we need less government, not more of it. And that's all the liberals are about is about power and their little agenda. <laughs> and it just... uh uh, amazing me how they just lying is like breathing to them and you know all these riots and, and violence and they're trying to say oh it's because it's summertime are you in just uh i don't know but anyway we need to be praying for our country because man we're headed down a, a path that we don't need to be on and uh i'm telling you what they were not come to my house question me about anything because i might be a pastor but i'm a redneck pastor <laughs> so <laughs> i don't always show the proper attitude that i do should my wife gets on me all the time because I get a little hot-tempered sometimes. But uh, something else I have to work on every day as a, as a pastor, as a Christian. Uh, it's just, you gotta just there's, we've all got things we've got to work on. With that said, let's, let, let's look at 1 Corinthians 10, 13. No temptation is overtaking you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond what you are able but with the temptation will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. Again, that's 1 Corinthians 10, 13. You know, I, uh, to be honest with you, I never really watched a lot of football uh, or sports uh, growing up. I really, in the last few years, I even really started watching football. Uh, I really enjoyed college ball. Uh, NFL, I'll be honest with you, with all the kneeling and junk, and even with some of the college, last year I really didn't watch much college because, uh, of course, I really wouldn't anything because of COVID, but you know what I mean? It just got fed up with all this BLM garbage and kneeling junk and just, you know, just, you know, I just want to watch it for entertainment. I, you know, I care less what to do. Now, I've always loved to play sports. I mean, I've always ran track, played soccer, played basketball, uh, just, you know, ran cross country, and, uh, you know, I, I love love sports to be a participant but I never really watched a lot my dad never did either so you know there's a lot of people growing up that yeah I've watched sports since as long as I can remember my dad was always watching it you know and it just wasn't a big big thing in my home and uh, in fact I made some people mad because you know I was, I was trying to uh, support uh, Tennessee and just couldn't uh, just uh, just get tired of year after year after year after year of just politics and garbage with that so i i've sort of jumped sides and made a lot of people mad but oh well but my point is uh when you look at quarterbacks uh and how plays are set up i remember always watching when i first really started getting into it brandy says said something about flea flicker and i started laughing she goes that's a real thing oh yeah sure brandy and sure enough that really is a real play called the flea flicker i didn't didn't know like i said i really watched it so i didn't have a clue but uh, there's another thing called uh, a play that I was reading about called jumping the route. And uh, what that is is to make the, the quarterback on the opposing team 
uh, think they don't know, not real sure what the play is. They can see a formation and they got a good idea of what's going to happen, but they act like they're they don't they're not aware. And when the quarterback goes to make his play, they that's when they can intercept the ball and and uh, overcome the opposing side. And, and that's true with selling the ball in basketball, soccer, anything like that as well. They see those formations. They know how to uh, how to attack. You know, and it goes to show that's how the old devil does. See, he he he's patient. That's why God's word says he 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 walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He's he's checking things out. He's waiting. He's being patient, and he sees certain formations, and he knows what you're going to do just about before you do it. You know, it's just like the old saying that uh, past behavior predicts future or present relevant behavior, and that's true. You know, a lot of not always true, but uh, for those. Uh, for a lot of people, for what their behaviors in the past will predict their future outcomes. Now, that, I think that's true for the world, not so much as for the Christian. Now, I still can, but I believe that when you become saved, become a new creature in Christ Jesus, remember that a new creature in Christ Jesus, I believe that all that past, even though it may haunt you from times, God gives you the strength to endure and overcome that. So I just want to make that kind of clear. But, you know, we're all going to be tempted. And, you know, when we read this verse, 1 Corinthians ten thirteen. A lot of times, tempted and trial may be used interchangeable how it's used in the Greek. And so you may be going through a trial, or you may be going through a temptation. You may be going through some things. And it was, one great thing is to know is that God is always there. You know, he never leaves us. He never forsakes us. He's there to encourage us. He's there to help us. He's there to strengthen us. And he allows that way of escape when we are being tempted. You know, look at even the Israelites. You know, here they were not allowed to see the promised land because of all the, uh, the garbage that they were doing and how they lacked faith. You know, and God could have simply just wiped them all off. You know, here they were uh, freed from slavery, and God was taking them to revealed himself many times. What do they do? Aaron makes a golden calf, uh, you know, and uh, has the nerve to tell Moses, oh, I threw in some jewelry and just popped up out of the fire. You know, I was wondering Moses didn't knock him out. You know, and then they get close to the promised land. They believe the cowards over the those who were courageous for the Lord, and Caleb and Joshua, and said, "Hey, man, we can do this." But uh, but no, the other uh, turkey said, uh, "No, no, we can't. They're too powerful." And yet God, you know, you know, He did have to take out a few here and there. Uh, he still allowed them to go through uh, the wilderness. And uh, of course, it was the next generation actually got to see the promised land. But nonetheless, God showed mercy. And I think that's a problem with a lot of people. God gives us the tools, you know, obviously God's word gives us the tools to uh, uh, to show that we can overcome and we can be more than conquerors through him. But a lot of people have the, there's like those, the, the cowardly spies who said, oh, we can't do this, it's too strong. We may have that uh, sense of voice that says, you can't do this, you can't overcome, you can't, this is too big, this is too strong. And uh, you you can't over and, and it, it is true in part, but on your own you will fall and fail. But through Christ Jesus you will be victorious. And that's what the devil is wanting to do. He's wanting to whisper in your ear to tell you you're going to fail. But with through Christ Jesus we know all we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. He can help us spiritually, mentally, emotionally to overcome things that we never thought possible. Because why all things are possible through Christ Jesus. So you know sometimes when temptation hits. Uh, we don't always think rationally because the flesh desires things and we don't want to, you know, it's so easy to justify that sin. It's so easy to condone that sin. It's easy to say, well, I didn't, didn't kill anybody or, you know, it's not what, it's not that big of a deal. Who's it hurting kind of mentality when we need to be like, Hey, 
this is wrong, this is not what God wants, I have to refrain. You know, just like I was watching this one on the news, they're wanting to start giving out, now get this now, fifth grade, uh, I forgot where it was, which state it was in, fifth grade, uh, they will start handing out condoms. Fifth grade, people. I was, in, I mean, I was still playing with Star Wars toys till I was third. Well, I'm 48. I still play with Star Wars toys, but you know, I was more intense. <laughs> you know, at that point, I mean, you know, I mean, it is uh, uh, unbelievable. You know, they act like abstinence is impossible when God's word tells us that we need to abstain from sex before marriage. But the world says, oh, that's not possible. Yes, it is. And trust me, it's good practice for marriage. <laughs> So, you know, it is, uh, it, it, it's not out of the line of possibility, but see, when they hand this garbage out to these kids, they think, oh, well, I guess it's okay. What's the big deal? There's no moral compass at home. Nobody's going to church. Nobody's showing Christ as centered at home. So why not? So you wonder why there's so many teen pregnancies and you wonder why there's so much disease. You wonder why all these things are happening because, hey, the schools are out here promoting it. So, you know, we can abstain whether, you know, if you're a single individual or, uh, you know, uh, if you're battling drugs, alcohol, pornography, you've got to fight against those things that may seem like a natural inclination towards you, but we know is not pleasing unto God. And it's not easy. It is difficult to try to follow and do the mandates of what God has put in place, but he's only doing it to help us as any loving father does. And, uh, you know, there's things sometimes I have to get on my daughter about, you know, she don't like it. I could see it in her face. She gets mad at me. And, uh, but I just say, you know, as a parent, I'm only doing these things because I love her and I'm trying to keep her on the proper path so that she don't stray into areas that's going to mess her up. And that's what God's trying to do. We are like sheep, you know, and we are a sheep that has gone astray. You know, I've watching a, uh, a video the other day and it's just so, uh, to me, it mirrored so many of us. You know, it showed uh, uh, this sheep down in this uh, like crevice uh, in the in the property. And, I mean, he was about buried. I mean, you already see barely his feet. The shepherds out there trying to pull and tug and do everything they can to get him up out of that uh, little small area. The stupid thing gets out. It jumps up and it takes off running and jumps in the air and falls right back in to another hole <laughs> after he just got. To, and is that not us? You know, we, we, you know, the Lord saves us. Uh, we try our best to do what we're supposed to. At least I hope you are. I know I, I try. I know I could do better. And we want to do God rescues. He pulls us out. And what do we do? We hop up in the air, take off running, hop up again, and go right back into the mess we just got out of. And uh, But that's a great thing to know, that we have God's grace, we have God's mercy, we have God's forgiveness. We don't need to take advantage of that. We don't need to cheapen it. We need to understand that, yes, God loves us and forgives us, but we don't use it as an excuse to say, well, no big deal to sin. No, it is a big deal because God abhors and hates sin. But we have to try that much harder to do better in what is pleasing because I don't know about you. I want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. You know, and I and I want to, to do those things because we're only here. The older I get, the more I realize uh, that small window of time we have on this earth. It goes by so quick. And uh, so we don't know. Our days are, all of us, our days are numbered. Whether we get to see Christ raptures out of here or not, every single one of us has a birth date and a death date. When that is, we don't know. But we got to do is live for the Lord with what time we have and to serve him. We allow his strength to be our own and to overcome those temptations and trials that, that presents itself in our day-to-day -day lives. So let us pray. 
And Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, be with us. Lead us, guide us, watch over, direct us each and every day. Help us, Lord, to serve you well. Help us to avoid those pitfalls, snares, and temptations. Let us see that door, uh, that way of escape when we're facing those situations. And Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I want to lift up our, our dear brother and uh, uh, Mr. Jerry Keller as he's going through a procedure today that all will go well and uh, they'll be able to correct any problems or complications they may come across. And Lord, I do pray for Ron Thompson. Lord, I pray for our brother in Christ, Roger Winters. Uh, Lord, I pray for uh, Kim Penix and Wendy Lee and Ginger Hood and Troy and Linda Feathers and David and uh, Jane Kitchings and uh, so many others, Lord. And Lord, I uh, pray that you'll be with Daisy's side, that you'll bring, continue to bring healing upon her and help her and her family during this difficult time. Lord, be with us. Lead God and watch over protect us this day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. Don't forget that uh, uh, tonight at 7 o'clock we'll have our online-only Bible study, Wednesday evening, Wednesday evening Bible study. I got here in a second at 7 o'clock, so be sure and tune in tonight and join us. We're going to have a great study and continue this study we're doing in Deuteronomy. Well, I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.